What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. Welcome to 2021. It is. Bruce, how are you? What lies do you speak? What lies do I speak? (laughs) GP, this isn't the mainstream media. You actually, I tell you what, though, you're you're looking well rested. How are things in Los Angeles? (laughs) Fairly, fairly surprisingly quiet. That's that's all I can say. Surprisingly quiet. That's good, though, right? That is a good thing. Or is it the calm before the storm? Well, I did see yes. that the, there is a catastrophic death rate in California. They, they were calling it that. Uh, well, I saw it yesterday. There was something about the L.A. hospitals are on the verge of collapse. That's what I saw. Uh huh. How are yes. we on the verge of collapse? The well, six people California, that are in there. No, California, there's actually a lot of people in there. California the has the flu's bad. Yeah, California had the highest number of recorded deaths yesterday at 523. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, that was. That was what was being reported. But anyway, uh, Bruce, how you doing? Healthy and alive. I honestly do not feel like it's 2021 already. I guess maybe maybe the whole not being, uh, you know, celebrating the transition of the new year. Maybe maybe that's why it's throwing me off. I, I don't know. I, I oh, just, Bruce, but, you, you yeah. just need to be a politician. If you were a politician, then you could celebrate and live your life normally like everyone else. Right, <laughs> right. Now, see if if you if you just get elected to office, then you can live a normal life. But if you don't have that status about yourself, well, then you just have to be like us, the little people here, and and just live in squalor uh, and have everything ruined. That's what it is. But speaking of living uh, like an elitist, let's look at Nancy Pelosi. She's from your state, GP. She's from your state. Uh, I'm not sure where she's really from. I'm not where sure, <laughs> not sure where she's really from either. <laughs> but uh, apparently, she has a residence in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Uh, well, actually, it's in Pacific Heights, which is not San Francisco. Uh, same thing with Maxine Waters and, and Diane Feinstein. They don't actually live there. They just have a residence there that they don't ever go to. But nonetheless, Nancy Pelosi's home was vandalized over the weekend. Did you hear about it? Yes, and actually, I was looking at the pictures. Uh-huh. And I realized that they taped off the bricks, the vandals taped off the bricks. So the paint didn't get on the bricks. Uh, I'm confused. Take a look at the picture. If uh, you look I'm at look- the picture. Yeah, they, I'm looking at it. Look at the picture. Now look at the, the two right and left sides where there's bricks and the white paint, you know, for the the, the uh, yeah. garage. Yeah. Notice the black circles. They stop on the white paint, but do not oh, continue on to the, the brick. You're right. Oh, wow. So and they the, taped off. And the they, driveway. And, and the driveway. And the driveway. So they taped off. Oh, wow. And the top. You see the top. Only parts that can be painted on. Yeah, the top. You see the only top. Only parts that can be painted are the parts that got graffiti. So they were nice enough to tape off the whole garage and the ground in order to do the graffiti. And I really think that's awesome that they're thoughtful anarchists in that way. Mm. Yeah, but okay, what, what is it with the pig's head, though? Um, it's cheap. Well, I, I'm just confused because this is not the first time. I mean, they throw pigs' heads around all the time. I, I don't understand this. And, and is that real blood or is that just red paint? I, it's definitely not real blood because real blood turns like black. Yeah, it very does. Short. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very dark, yeah, oxidized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oxidized, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so um, the, uh, 
Yeah, they. This is this is a, this is. A, I think this is called. I call this the. Okay, is this stage? Jesse Moulet? This is. It's, it's got to be stage. <laughs> Jesse Moulet. Yeah. I call this the 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 Jesse Nascar of uh-huh. politics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that that's right. Looks that way. That's right. Because if because- you look at spray paint, okay, I've spray painted walls and stuff, but not like graffiti like that, but just goofing off because I'm. Or if you spray painted like some old furniture. Well, no, or something. I, I used to build forts. I know I used to build forts. Oh I yeah, I got spray you. paint. I got you. Know. you. Yeah, yeah. And you, the spray paint does not magically not go onto brick <laughs> if you're near the bricks, and it does get everywhere. So this magically, and if you can see how thick the line is, look at the right hand side picture or the picture. Yeah, how thick I see the line it. is and how it stopped. Before the bricks, because you know what happens when you get paint on bricks? It makes the you you have to sand it down. It runs. It There's runs no, down also. Well, it also well it doesn't necessarily it absorbs into the brick, but the um and it runs. It will run. The um you have to and it dries. You have to sand the brick, which will make the facade ugly because then you'd have to sand the whole brick layer and it wouldn't match and you'd have to do the whole house. So they conveniently, kindly enough, did not get any paint on the bricks. You know, I, you know I don't know if you've ever inter- done sanding. I, I have done sanding, but you, you know what's interesting? I've never sanded brick, though. Do you, do you know what's interesting about this? I well, just noticed this. Do you know what else? I'm looking uh-huh. at the picture of the, the garage door. What's interesting mm-hmm. about this? Look at the look at the last window on the right. <laughs> I would not have caught this if it's not for what we've got. The light. That the is a massive outdoor studio light is what that is. But, OK, you have to understand that this is they're taking a picture of it. I understand. So they want the lighting. But wouldn't, mm-hmm. yeah, but okay, so you, you're trying to tell me that you couldn't just get it with a regular flash on some of these cameras with modern enhancement and all that stuff? If it's a news media, they'll have their equipment news media, out They'll there. have their equipment out, yeah. yeah. Million dollar and news trucks run around, Los, uh, run around LA and San Francisco and they don't report on a damn thing, but they report on this? Well, it's uh, honestly because uh, she's one of the... Um, oh yeah, she's one of the elitists. By the way, did she actually make uh-huh. the? Did she survive the, uh, the the House speakership? Is she actually the speaker again? This is going to be her last term, by the way. Uh, I think so. The vote was today. So Speaker Pelosi's house was vandalized with red paint, a pig's head, and spray painted message that says that has two thousand dollars crossed out. Which that's the big controversy right now about two thousand dollar checks to the American people. Which I mean, six hundred dollars—that's a significant amount, isn't it, GP? Six hundred—that's a significant amount. Yes, six hundred. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's a significant mm-hmm. amount. That's what—that's what Speaker Pelosi said. It's a significant amount. Narrow margin, by the way. She, she won by eleven votes. You got to be kidding. Well, I—I I mean, okay. There, there's probably. I—I'd say that. There, I mean, eleven votes. I would say that there's eleven brain dead Congress people, but there's really a whole hell of a lot more than that. Uh, they said twenty-two of them. 222 of them? No, I would say there's more like four. No, I'd say there's like 430 of them. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Well, some of them had enough brain cells to say no. So yeah, fair enough. Here's my question. If they were able to do this to the house, I I don't know about you, but every house I've ever known has security up the wazoo. I would imagine the speaker Um, of the house's place would be. Look look at the bottom right of the garage door. Uh, Do do you see that there on the. the, I do. yeah. Yeah. That's a horrible way to run wiring. It's a terrible way of run wiring, but they have a, a, a nice wad of probably, I don't know, six or eight cables running through there. Could possibly. Or is that be. a hose? That looks like a hose. Mm-hmm. No. Could be. Could be a could be a lawn sprinkler system. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be maybe it's not. It'd be a small hose if it, if it yeah. were. Anyway. OK, I just uh, cannot see them as not having cameras. I, I can't, I can't imagine her as not having cameras, period. 
No, I, I can't either. All right. Well, anyway, they spray painted on the garage. Cancel rent. We want everything. Mm-hmm. And you can see there on the window where it says it's kind of crossed out. It says UBI uh, with an exclamation point. So they want the universal basic income. Uh, cancel rent. We want everything. The city called to clean or was called to clean up this mess at 3 a.m. And police attempting to stop photos of the scene. The media hasn't said really anything about it. This is out of the National Pulse. Not too many people are... Um, are actually reporting on this. As a matter of fact, if it hadn't been for them, I probably wouldn't have caught it. Uh, there's a few other independent news agencies that are covering it, but nothing on the mainstream media about it. Mitch McConnell's house, though, someone vandalized that. And of course, that was all over the news uh, everywhere. That that was fine. But Speaker Pelosi's house, nothing to see here. Move along. And by the way, that was actually done supposedly by her own left-wing goons that are out there in the streets. So you see, it's never radical enough. I don't know. The more I look at this Pelosi one and I'm looking at this garage, the condition of this garage door, it looks like she really wanted to have a new garage door paid for by the city. Well, that's that's a good point, GP. I never thought about that. She would actually have a new garage door put in by the taxpayer, wouldn't she? Because uh, it, it looks, yeah. Look like an older garage door. It's I an mean, older, beat up garage yeah. door. That the mm-hmm. well, yeah, but she probably know. doesn't even own that residence. Or she, excuse me, she owns the residence, but I guarantee she doesn't live there. Mm. She lives in Pacific Heights. If that's well, maybe. Okay, is, the, is this her Pacific Heights home? No, it can't be because no. she's got a she's got a twenty Samson, foot this gate. Francisco. She's got a, Sam, this is I understand, but she doesn't live there. She lives in Pacific Heights. She's got a twenty five foot iron gate uh, around her property. Uh, well, you need to remove that what, because we gate? shouldn't have any walls. Well, yeah, in this no, country. I mean, that is that what they no say? Border no border wall, no, you know, wall. no home walls, no walls, no locks. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, none of that. None of that. I understand. All right, crazy year twenty twenty, wasn't it? Uh, no, perfectly fine. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no. I like how he just nonchalantly said, "No, no, it's fine. It's fine." All right, it's let's wonderful. talk. Let's talk. Campus insa- yes, let's what? talk campus insanity. <laughs> right? Let's talk campus insanity. <laughs> Now, we do these okay. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do these a little bit. And it's funny. You say comrade, and I mentioned university campuses. The uh, the Washington Free Beacon, they put up these things called uh, Campus Insanity, or they'll do This Week in Leftist Violence or, or something, you know, one of these crazy outfits. They go out there and they raise all kinds of hell. They put together the top 10 of this year in Campus Insanity. Now, we've been doing those off and on. Uh, on on the podcast, on the morning show for, uh, well, most of the year. But uh, they decided they were going to pick 10 of the, well, t- 10 of the best examples uh, on university campuses. And they say, welcome to this year in Campus Insanity, a roundup of the craziest developments at our nation's 4,000 plus institutions of higher education in 2020. So number 10, Virginia Tech professor says the phrase, the American people is racist, as is beer. Well, wait, wait. Beer is racist. Let's see. Apparently, apparently it says it says recipes have been found in South America. Yes. Okay. They say here a professor at Virginia Tech claims the phrase the American people and beer are racist in his new book titled Beer and Racism, How Beer Became White, Why It Matters and the Movements to Change it. I've never had white beer before. I haven't either. I haven't either. But GP, you just mentioned there a, a few things about the history of beer, including South America and, and other parts so of the Egypt. world. E- yeah, ancient Egypt. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how does that? Well, he did say to- it became white, so it became racist. Oh, I see. So basically, he's he's insulting uh, everybody at oh, I don't know, various Walmart locations and NASCAR tracks uh, and, and the like, right? Oh, <laughs> that's very racist of me, by the way. What? NASCAR tracks? Seriously. They have Budweiser as the sponsor, right? Used to be the Bush series too, right? What do you think they had in there? 
Mm-hmm. You don't think football players and football? I was going to go there. Yeah, I was going to go there. Okay, the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? The only beer they serve. You don't think people with two legs hides. drink beer and of one leg, or people with no legs they well, don't drink beer they, too? Of course they do. <laughs> but okay, for example, Heinz Stadium in uh, in in Pittsburgh, right? Iron City beer. It's the only beer sold in there. Mm-hmm. Now I've been to Pittsburgh Steelers games. I've been to Cleveland Browns games. I've been to well, hell, I've been to professional baseball games. I've been up to see the Pittsburgh Pirates. I've been down to see the Cincinnati Reds. I've been up to a Cleveland Indians game, which that's a cultural appropriation now named by the way. So that's got to go. Um, aren't they the? Aren't they the baseball team or something? It'll be the Cleveland baseball. No, that's team the football. No, it'll be the Washington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll the be Washington the Washington football team. team. Yes, yes, because you can't say Redskins. That's what it's anymore. called now. Yes, yes. It's called the Washington football team, and it will soon be the Cleveland baseball team. So I've seen many of people of all ethnic backgrounds drinking beer at uh, at all these venues. So I don't see how it's just a white thing. That doesn't doesn't really. Well, we'd have to actually read his book because his premise may be that most of the manufacturers of beer have have how it's become industrialized and and brought about to the every person on the planet that's been done by European culture. You know the worst part about it? That's probably some weird white person that's written that book. Does he have to be white? Well, I don't know. I, I'm just saying that it's that's Should, usually shouldn't the we, case. Shouldn't we, shouldn't we honestly just eliminate all terms of, of race and color? I agree, but these people keep making it about it. Well, I've I've had the argument. I've had the argument about that. I've actually said, you know, shouldn't we not be using all this stuff? He says, oh. We shouldn't. So you want you want to destroy my culture. Okay, so either you want us to divide everything by race or you don't want us to divide everything by race. And they didn't want to talk to me. The funny Why? thing is, is that they are seg- – They these are the modern segregation. They want segregation. The, yeah. There's some group this, – this, this, it's, it's a fanatical group. I'm not going to say that it's the average Joe human being that just wants to take care of the family. It's always just these fanatics that have yeah. lost their mind, that generally are in a bad situation in their life, bad relationship, not working – having trouble paying the bills and those kinds of things exacerbate and you want to lash out. And that's just a way that they lash out because you Um, don't hear this from generally middle-class or basic successful people. I'm not talking about superstars that become famous overnight or these people that are so out of touch of reality because they have nothing but yes men around them. I'm talking about your Joe average person. None of this stuff matters. Why, why do we have to have culture and race tied together anyway? Because race implies culture. But why? That's that's my point. Why? Because because uh, continental divides of the races. You know, in Africa, there are cultures in Africa. There are mm-hmm. cultures in Europe. There's cultures mm-hmm. in Asia, Southeast Asia, and all you know, all over. Okay. There's different cultures so, that go along, happen to go along with the racial origins of these. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. But my my point in that is is why are we still segregating it by race? Because you could just say that's my culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you can say it as, as not well, associating it anything well, to do with race. Well, some people will be a different culture. Like if you're a business part of the business, if you're part of the business culture, whether you're black, blue, green, or or chartreuse or running around stripes, you're the that's your culture, but it's not your race. All right, um, moving dead. right along. Rutgers declares grammar racist. Can we just can we shut up with the racism stuff already? The English department at Rutgers University declared that teaching proper English grammar is racist and that in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, it will begin teaching critical grammar. We would also like to give a shout out to Snopes, which is uh, a woman and her and her seven cats for admitting that Rutgers did declare grammar racist. It then promptly proceeded to fact checking the Washington Free Beacons article as false. Oh, so what is it? 
I was, I was busy looking at the reaction on your face. <laughs> you know, at the on the other side of this, the, these people are going to be laughed out of existence. You know, because you people are just so damn stupid. Like you're so stupid that you're dangerous and irrelevant. That, that sounds like an oxymoron in and of itself. But you're really you're irrelevant. You are absolute trash if you believe any of that. That's but all I have to say the, on it. Go the, ahead. The people that are pushing this aren't irrelevant, though. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. No, they're the academics. They're the ones that are teaching the genera generations that are coming up. Exactly, they're which the is precisely why they're going to be arrested. That's precisely why they're going to be arrested, along with all the rest of them. Hmm. Number eight, student newspaper. I, I'm, si I'm sorry, man. I'm sick of them. I, I'm sick of these, these sick-in-the-mind academics that are poisoning kids' minds with this kind of garbage right here. I don't know about the two of you. But that's where I'm at on it. These people, they should be arrested when they start doing this kind of stuff. You're screwing with people's minds. You're screwing with the natural order of things. I'm, uh, generally, I'm opposed to arresting people for their ideas generally. But, you know. But, but, OK, I understand. But when you're torpedoing society because of it, <laughs> where, where do you stop? Um, where does where when and where does society stand up and resist? OK, we, I'm not going to argue with you there. All right. Number eight, uh, student newspaper publishes instructions on how to make Molotov cocktails. That's not illegal or anything. No, of course not. No, no. The editor in chief of the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee Post wrote an op ed reviewing the history of the Molotov cocktail and included instructions on how to make one. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. If you're if you're trying. Well, I, oh, no. no, no, no. It's a peaceful it's, protest. No, because, OK, no. If they take away all the guns, what are we going to be left with? You're uh, looking at it from a different I'm looking at freedom of information. I'm not looking at it as in who gave out the information. I'm looking at the freedom of information. Come on, guys. That is seriously freedom of information. Making gunpowder, oh freedom God. of information. Freedom of no, information. That's that's he he actually makes okay. a fair point. All right, that, a three D printed gun fair. then. A three D printed gun. You can freedom get the yeah, you can get the um Great, uh, yes. Absolutely. Data files. Yeah, those are lurking around online. The only catch with those 3D printed guns, for people's safety, you must get a barrel that is metal. Just saying. They're only good for like one or two shots, if you don't. I didn't know they were good for even one. Um, I've seen some people that have taken them to the firing range and actually oh. shot. And yeah, it's it, not it only tight. lasts a few. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, a Yale professor says that Hitler improved lives of his followers, unlike Trump. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, I, I, I say uh, lock them up. Sorry, uh, I, that, that, that's sick. That's absolutely sick. A Yale University okay, professor well, wait, and a wait, psychiatrist. Wait, on the Hitler thing, was not Germany starving and shut literally barrels okay. of money in order to buy bread? All, all right, all right. Yeah, that, that's because King Ludwig of Bavaria that, torpedoed him into. Okay. That, that was, okay, it was a culmination of that, and it was a history lesson. I know, it's boring. It was a culmination of that, and they were charged a, a ridiculous amount of money after the First World War to pay these re, uh, enormous amounts of reparations that the Germans were in no condition to pay. Uh, and, and it was just, it was an absolute mess. They were living high on American loans at the time, and when the U.S. stock market crashed, then the loans got recalled, and everybody was on bread lines the next day. So as a result hyperinflation. So it, it was a it was a disaster. But here comes a guy who says, all right, I'll uh, I'll, I'll build you roads. I'll, I'll give you jobs. And, and that's what he did. But at the cost of what the lives of the German people, it did increase. But look how you look what the trade off was. Was it worth it? I, I say hell no. Hell no. 
So wait a minute. What you're saying is there was a politician, a politician that came forward and said, "Build back better." Yeah. <laughs> yes, there was. Yes, there was. Yale University professor and a psychiatrist compared Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler in a series of tweets and said that unlike Trump, Hitler improved the lives of his followers. Uh, if you want to call mass genocide an improvement, you're a sick individual. You sick psych. This is a psychiatrist. This is a see. This is what goes to my point the other day when I say that uh, psychiatrists are usually crackpots themselves because they're they're so screwed up in the head. They go into psychiatry to self-analyze. And they realize that they're so screwed up themselves, they project this off onto their patients and their patients become 10 times more insane. All right. Number six, a Palestinian hijacker spoke at San Francisco State University. It's not a problem or anything. I actually don't recall that one. Wow. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco State University hosted terrorist Lila Khaled, who participated in the plane hijacking or in a plane hijacking in 1969, for a panel on gender justice and resistance. That's a, that's a new one. Uh, Colorado mm-hmm. Representative Doug Lamborn, who is a Republican, called on federal authorities to investigate the university for hosting uh, Khaled after the Free Beacon and others reported on the event. Number five, feminist geography professor says that tall buildings are sexist. Ah, uh, yes, I, I remember this one. This was, was this the one where they were... Um Phallic structures, is that basically... Yes, phallic structures. Yeah, feminist geography. Professor Could they be Leslie representative Kern- of cavernous vaginas because things are going in them? That's sexist, GP. We can't... Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> He's got a point, too, you know. Because only does. things go in them. He he does, he does. How dare you? So, I mean, we, we have to... Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Feminist geography. Feminist geography, Professor Leslie... Feminist geography, GP? Feminist geography or feminist geology? Geog- uh, no, she's a feminist geography professor. Is this another one of those like uh, napkin folding and underwater basket weaving kind of degrees? Underwater basket weaving, yes. Uh, well, it's, it's obviously part of anthropology, and it may be the understanding of uh, feminist culture, you know, culture across the globe uh-huh. on how each and every culture, you know. Okay, gotcha. Uh, How professor, they look at the female role. Yeah, Professor Leslie Kern wrote an essay in the Guardian claiming that statues, street names, and phallic-shaped buildings, which I'm just quoting, ejaculate into the sky, are symbols of society steeped in toxic masculinity. Uh, I I I don't know what to say to that. I I'm just gonna let either. that lunacy stand. It's yeah. just that's yeah. Number four. Uh, Bruce, I think I remember you and I talking about this. Masturbation advocate speaks at a Christian college about sexual racism. Sexual racism? I I don't... Yes. It's probably the fact that some most races prefer to stay within their own race. Instagram influencer and sex activist Autumn Morris promoted sex toys and masturbation to St. Olaf's College students in a Zoom lecture on sexual racism. That's all it says. Hmm. I mean... As far as the the first part about sex toys and, uh, well, you're in a consensual relationship, so why is that Mm -hmm. a problem, first of all? But the the racism part, like, to to GP's point, supposedly, um, you base your interests somewhat off of yourself. I don't know how true that is, but Uh, that's what psychologists say. So Yeah. Well, like I said, most of them are crackpots. Number three, Kansas State University professor... Uh, says pit bulls are bad dogs and they face marginalization akin to racism. Kansas State University professor of gender, women and sexuality studies. It's another one of those degrees said the marginalization of minority communities presents a threat to dogs 
and called for recognition of interspecies intersectionality. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, all right, moving on. Uh, number two, DNC features Wake Forest staffer who identifies as gender transcendent mermaid royalty. Bruce, you remember this? This was the DNC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do I, remember this one, yeah. Yes, yes. This was one of their uh, their keynote speakers. Jay Mai, who was the uh, the Mermaid Queen King. Yes, I remember this. A Wake Forest University staffer who identifies as a non-binary, gender-transcendent Mermaid Queen King spoke at an LGBTQ panel at the Democratic National Convention. GP? I, I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. That's, you just can't with that one. We actually saw that. We, we saw that. We're like, what in God's name is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they? Did they also say my lord, my liege? I mean, time? this was like I, honestly, like the, okay. You want to understand what happens when you close mental institutions in a society? This right here. This is what happens. You know, uh, to GP's point, you know how you're supposed to have your pronouns. That actually is some pronouns, by the way. If you identify as a queen king, that would be some of your pronoun pronouns. Well, is, it would be. What's a queen king yeah. though? Like what? What is that? A queen king is a as a both. So okay, so the non-binary. What's okay? So the non-binary means you don't identify as. Either. <laughs> okay, you're going to get way too involved in the dissecting. Oh, no, I'm tr I'm trying to break this down. No, I'm, I'm trying to break this down. Okay, so non-binary. I, I don't follow this crap because this is insane. So non-binary is what exactly? Um, they're not male or female. Okay. All right. So first and foremost, there are two chromosomes. Okay. Let's just start there. Second, gender transcend, trans, gender transcendent. What is yeah, that? They're, they're, they're above gender. Oh. I guess it's a, a more eloquent way of saying I've transcended to non-binary. A mermaid queen king. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, gender and sex, you got to understand how you, you translate the words. Yes. Gender has been taken away. It no longer means male and female. It no longer means any of that anymore. Gender is now is an identifier that you use to describe yourself. Not sex is how you determine male or female. Gender is how you describe yourself. It is a self-reflecting term. It is not something that you would use. You, you'd only use gender when you're describing yourself, period. But you have to say sex okay. and gender are two different words, two different meanings. Sex, well, male and female. They don't I, argue that there's not two sexes. They do not argue on that. But they do all argue on genders is what you identify it. Yes, you may have been born sexually, you know, your sex chromosomes happen to be male. Yeah, okay. But you identify as female. That is your gender. Okay, so it's you can change your you can change identity, your identity. whatever you want. Uh, okay, I'll, all right. Purple, so if purple polka dot Apache tac helicopter, if you want, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, gender is fluid. Wow, wow. Okay, number one, Cal State Long Beach's new mascot. Do you know the university, GP? Yes, I do. You do? Okay, a non-binary, <laughs> a non-binary. I'm trying to do this. A non-binary shark that uses plural pronouns is the new. They mascot. them there. All right. Cal State. Well, I'm, I'm going to go over here. It says California State University Long Beach unveiled its new mascot, LB, a non-binary shark that uses they them pronouns. That's not even proper English. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Grammar's racist, right? So, yes, grammar's oh, okay. racist. Yeah. Yeah. OK. See, I and, just showed and it's, my, it's, my racism. Yeah. And if you and if you drink while you're trying to work on the grammar, then that's even more racist. And mm. yeah. 
And if you, um, what, what was it? What was the other one? Uh, and if you say something, um, was there another one? No, I thought there was another one. Sorry. But uh, yeah, if you do, okay, that, that right there, that is insanity. I, I understand why they call it campus insanity. These people are loons. They are absolute lunatics. As I said, what happens when you close down mental institutions in a society, which we did 30 years ago? This right here. All right, we're out of time this morning. So we've got a great podcast coming up later on this afternoon. We're going to have a full house today. We've got a lot of things to discuss. And let me see. I think we got a, uh, uh, we've got a special guest coming on today as well. Uh, and we will get into some of that stuff. Uh, not necessarily this, but uh, we're going to get into uh, a lot of things uh, today that are surrounding what we see on the horizon. So thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.